Welcome back to Round Guy the Podcast. It's been a while since we talked high school football. We're on the phone with uh, Scotty Melvin of Washington, Iowa, who's been our man on the ground for uh, for the whole season, and he has gone over a list of what we're calling this episode Round Guys Recruitables. We're going to talk about a few players. Uh, we're not going to hit everybody, but ones that you know, we think could play on the next level. Some of them are seniors and some of them are underclassmen. But uh, welcome back, Scott. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, how's everybody doing? <laughs> I think they're getting ready for Christmas, but uh, this is a little yeah. Christmas present. We're hoping, you know, out of this that maybe some college uh, coach is uh, researching recruitable players and hears about this list and maybe – you know, does some research to get a hold of some of these guys, and uh, hopefully, we'll get some of these kids up a uh, little chance to get an education and play some football. So, uh, let's talk uh, round guy recruitables, players that you know that we've talked about the season and in our area that we think uh, college coaches might want to give a look to. So, who do you got for us? Well, right off the bat, the first kid I'd want to talk about and I've been following with interest on uh, on the Twitter and everything is Bryant Williams the offensive uh, star for Burlington and uh, because you know he's a senior and he's he played on a good team helped uh, in a big way bring them back to some prominence this year uh, and it's been a while for Burlington um, he put up big numbers he's got he's got a college ready body he's not a big guy he's 58 about 170 but he can run between the tackles he's he's super fast uh, i think there's a lot that of uh, uh, positions that he could play in college and i saw just yesterday that iowa has offered him a preferred walk on which oh, is really? pretty cool well that's something you know what i mean yeah. and and i've seen that he's had visits with uh you know like like northern iowa and i'm sure there's some others in there he's one of those guys where i could see him walking on to an Iowa to a, a top level division one team and finding some way to get on the field. And it might be defensive back or something of that nature. But I think he's just got those physical tools that translate well to uh, the major college level. But I think if he wanted to drop down to say, to say like a Northern Iowa or Western Illinois or something of that nature, I think he would, uh, he, he might hit legendary status if everything lined up well for him in, in his uh, college career. So he's been uh one that I've kept my eye on. And I, I think he's got a real bright future ahead playing football in, in college. Well, he sure was the, if not the star athlete of Southeast Iowa, he was among them. Yeah. He, uh, he put up some unprecedented numbers down there. And I think if he, if he hadn't had to sit for some second halves and stuff like that, they would have been, you know, just even more spectacular, but, uh, he's, he's got a bright future ahead and I can't wait to see what he picks. And, uh, as far as, you know, who he's going to play for. What else you got? Okay, so on the defensive side of the ball, one that I uh, took I took notice of the first time I sat down at a Waco game. We didn't get to go to any games until we got kind of towards the middle of the season here. And it's hard to gauge anybody without seeing them in person. But I got to see the Waco kids up close uh, several times. And Jonah Clark, who is the defensive uh, player of that district this year, an oh, eight-man, He's got that body too. He's six two, about two hundred. I think he um, he's not he's not going to play tight end or whatever at at Iowa. Um, but I think if he if he sticks to kind of the lower levels of college, this kid could play as much as he wants. Um, and that's something that's we're real lucky to have here in Iowa. Is 
a lot of small colleges, if, if, a, if a student athlete wants to continue playing sports, there's just tons of colleges they can go to. You got Westland down there, Mount Pleasant. You got William Penn. These are local. Grandview up in Des Moines, they're in the national championship football game next weekend. So if I was a, a high school kid and I wanted to join a, a college team, you know, that has a lot of success, I'd head, I'd head to Des Moines and play for them. And uh, I think he's one of those kids that could contribute big time to a lower level school. His body is big enough. Maybe he could play up a, a little higher in the college ranks, but uh, I'm interested to see, what, you know, what direction he chooses. Outstanding. So um, now we got Cam Buffington. He's one that he's already, he's already accepted a scholarship to Iowa. And, and so it's kind of a no brainer that he's a division one talent, but after seeing him in person, the one thing that stuck out to me was how athletic and strong he was uh, for a sophomore in high school. They, they list him as 6'3", 200. But uh, what I noticed about him is as athletic as he is and everything, and as big as he is, he looks like a kid. I mean, he's got a big frame, and I think he's got um, a real high ceiling as far as what he can add to his body strength-wise and size-wise uh, as he you know, heads into his final two years of, of high school. I've seen some clips of uh, Winfield's basketball games this year, and he's on the basketball team. And this kid is just a supreme athlete. It's not that he's just a big, strong football player. There's nothing he can't do. And so we, we already know where he's going to college unless he were to change his mind in the next two years, but I doubt he will. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch him see what he can do with that Winfield team, uh, You know, not only at basketball court. They're having great success right now, but in, in football. Because I have a feeling they're going to take over that district in the next year or two. All right, let's keep it moving because we want to get well, as many guys in as we can. You know, I, I hate to leave anybody out. There were just so many kids. And like I said, if you're a student athlete, you can go play anywhere if you're willing to go play for a small school. Uh, Simeon Reichenbach, he's only a junior. You saw him in person. I've seen him mm -hmm. a bunch. Uh, he could play defense or offense in college, and I have no doubt that he will. Um, he's got the body for it. He's got the skills. One of my favorites right now that I'm, I'm real excited for, I'm almost ashamed I didn't get to see him play in person this year because his dad's a friend of mine, Caden Amagon out of Columbus. This young man's only a sophomore. He did everything on offense for him, rushed for over 1,100 yards. He's 5'11". They list him at 164 pounds. He's a good-sized sophomore. He played linebacker on defense, had almost 50 tackles on the season. He recovered a fumble that he returned for 99 yards and a touchdown late in the season there. So uh, this kid was scoring touchdowns from offense, from defense, special teams. He's a special athlete. If he's anything like his dad, he's going to be – ungodly strong by the time he hits those uh, later years in high school. And uh, I, I expect him to play for somebody in college. Well, this is excellent. Let's keep it moving. Well, Mason Miller from Waco. You got to see him too. Um, he led the state. I, I don't know if he finished as the leader in eight man or in all classes and in interceptions, but he had nine on the year. And at one point he was at least tied for the lead late in the season. I don't know if they include playoff stats in that, but this kid's tall and he's, he's rangy, very athletic. I, if, it, if some of these guys are going to want to play basketball or do other things in college, maybe not even play sports, but this boy, if he wants to play defensive back, I think he's a shoe in to play anywhere he wants. Um, you know, again, on, on the level that uh, suits him best. Uh, Mediapolis has a running back that I think will play in college. His name escapes me right now, uh, but he's got that same, He's just got the he's just got the uh, the skill set to translate to that next level. 
Anthony Isley, that's his name. He put up big numbers for those guys this year. Uh, Nolan Simpson from Burlington. He's the fullback that paved the way for a lot of those runs that um, our guy Bryant Williams made through the year. And I've been watching him on Twitter a lot. He's getting some attention. He's six foot two, 208 pounds. Uh, did a great job playing linebacker. And I've seen that uh, some of the scouting reports on him are really talking up his ability to go sideline to sideline. So he must have some speed to go along with that size. He's a beefy kid. Seems to be very bright. I think he's going to have no problem playing at the next level. Uh, I can't remember the names of these young men now, but there's two extremely good athletes over there at Columbus, which you would have seen, or not Columbus, but uh, Cardinal, that you would have seen watching on, on uh, online that I know will play. Yeah, their quarterback and they had a receiver that, that uh, yeah. was big. I'll see what I can bring that up. Now, Griner was uh, the last name of the one young man. I think he was the receiver, but the, the, the quarterback and the receiver there, I, I just think they have too much speed and ability to be discounted from uh, going to the next level if they'd like to. Um, they did everything they could to make that season as successful as it was for Cardinal. Yeah, they were. They were terrific. Oh, I'm trying to think right off the top of my head or something. Molnix there. From... Uh... We haven't we haven't talked about Sigourney Kyoto. Yeah, there you go. They got some players. And I know uh, not only from what I see from the young men that are on, you know, involved in Twitter and whatnot, but you know, when you interviewed Coach Jensen earlier in the season, he talked about some of those guys are baseball players. They're you know they're multi-sport stars. So I don't know how many of them are looking to play football in college, but right off the bat. We know Colton Clarehan can go kick anywhere. I, I think if I was an NFL team, there's several that could use him right now, um, based on what I've been seeing on Sundays. Mullenick's um, the running back. He's kind of undersized, I think, going into college as far as playing that position. But at a small school, he might be able to stick with running back. Definitely he would be in the mix for a defensive back. He's got the uh, skill set. He's got the physical ability. Um, the lineman, um, his name escapes me right now, but he's been all state two years in a row and he's only a junior and he's a big kid. And I have no doubt that he'll play in college. Um, Smithard, I think is his name. So again, I hate to leave anybody out, but that's, uh, that's a whole team full of kids. I think any of them that want to play next level will, but I think there's a lot of baseball players in that program right now. Yeah. What about the kickers? Say again. What about kickers out there that impressed you? Well, um, obviously, Colton Clarehan's the cream of the crop. Yeah, for certain. <laughs> uh, you, you can't you can't discount a kid that can nail a fifty-two yarder with playoff implications on the line. I mean, uh, it wasn't that long ago. I, I'm sitting on Sundays and watching. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but some pro team that had an injured kicker. They signed some guy that looked like he, I don't know if he'd ever kicked before, to be honest. And I thought, well, they ought to come down here to Southeast Iowa. I know a couple of kids that could have made some of the kicks that he missed in that game. And this guy's making money. Yeah. But um, I would say the two best I've seen were, were Claire Hand from Sigourney Kyoto. Um, the kid from Audubon was great. He's not Southeast Iowa, but well, my yeah, gosh. We saw him. Yeah, he was amazing. 
but uh, you know, Simeon Reichenbach, I don't think he's going to do any kicking in college. I don't think that uh, he'd be best served going that direction, but it's possible. But that kid's got a leg, so Those, that's my short list. Declare Hand and Reichenbach. Well, we sure saw a lot of great players, uh, a lot of great teams. Uh, appreciate this. Is is there any other uh, players you want to mention before we wrap it up? Uh, I'd probably go on and on if I had time to sit down and make a list. I don't want to leave out New London. Bowden Pickle, he just really struck me physically. Um, he's got great size, great motor. He's got a lot of muscle on his frame for a high school kid, and I think he could play in college if he wants to. A lot of physical ability. Bowen Gala, who played uh, wide receiver for New London, they list him, I believe, at 6'5". That's a big target, and if he wants to go play college football, I have no doubt he could play somewhere. And uh, Oh, and then uh, from Winfield, uh, I don't want to leave out the wide receiver that caught a lot of the uh, passes from Cam Buffington this year. Um, can't remember his name. Six foot seven. Big target. I have a feeling he'll probably play basketball, but he can play football too. So, I mean, we're just really blessed to have all these talented athletes to get out and watch on a Friday night during the football season. I'm hoping to get out and see him play some basketball too. What we're blessed with is you going out there and, you know, giving us all this great information, you know, and I hope, you know, we'll try to get this to as many uh, college uh, um, coaches as we can. And Round Guy knows so dang many of them, and he's going to push this episode out for us. So, anyway, uh, this is uh, the the year's wrap-up of the high school football. We're trying to just throw some names out there, kids that uh, could – play college football. And if you're coaches, you get a chance to listen to this episode, check out some of these great players that we've got around here. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, we'll talk again. All right. Bye. Welcome back to Round Guy, the podcast, as we continue our coverage of Round Guy recruitables. We're looking at high school football players, Southeast Iowa, that we've looked uh, maybe even beyond football, you know, but these are uh, people we think are talented enough to play some sport in college. Uh, Scotty Melvin's back on the phone with us. Welcome back, Scotty. Hey, thanks for having me. How we doing? I'm great. You know, you, you, you said uh, after we got off last time, you thought of some more. And uh, I said, well, let's, let's get it out and go. So uh, who else do you think we missed last time? Well, Right off the bat, let me let me uh, apologize for forgetting some names of some of the young guys that uh, we watch play and that that I know are are very highly recruitable and look like to me they're going to go play somewhere in college. Uh, the two kids from Cardinal, I'm going to mention them first. Griffin Griner was the uh, wide receiver, defensive back, super talented, athletic kid, six one, 180 pounds, got good size. I, I'm sure he could play, if not at a bigger school, at a smaller school. And he looks like he's motivated to do that. Maddox Jones is that quarterback uh, for Cardinal. His name slipped my mind the other day. And he's 6'3 and 185. So he's a tall kid. Um, we know he's a fast runner. He's got an arm. Looks like he's he's got size that, you know, he could add some beef to his frame as he, as he gets a little older here. Yeah, and if he could throw a football that hard, I bet he could throw a baseball too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, with an arm like that, it's, Maybe maybe football won't be what he does. I don't know. Um, we're, we're just past the football season, and, and signing day just hit, and I'm seeing a lot of kids are uh, committing to different colleges and whatnot. So that's kind of what I'm 
it's all like over, isn't it? I see that all, all over. Oh, by the way, we're on yeah, Twitter now. It's yeah, Round Guy Podcast. Round guy podcast on Twitter. Yeah, we just got on the Twitter, and it's really helping us a lot. Our uh, This week's about double last week. Just from getting on Twitter, more people have access to the show. Twitter is like uh, sports paradise of the social media world, as far as I'm concerned. Well, uh, anywho, well, who else you got? Yeah, moving on. Um, Zach Smithart was the, the big lineman from Sigourney Kyoto that I just couldn't quite remember off the top of my head his name. And he's a big kid, super talented. He's a two-time All-Stater, first-team All-Stater. And he is a senior. He's 5'11", 275. So, you know, his height seems a little bit under what you think of for a prototypical uh, lineman, at least as far as like a big Division One program goes. But I could see him being an absolute wrecking machine um, at, a, at a smaller college than that. I'm interested to see how, how that goes as far as his recruiting and everything. I haven't seen that he's committed or anything like that yet, but we'll be watching Twitter real close to see how that goes. Yeah, we watched him throughout the season, and he could move people out of his way. Yeah, he's big, he's strong, he's athletic. Uh, he's everything you want in offensive lineman. He's a coach's dream. Well, what else we got? Last but not least of the, of the, the young guys I was talking about last podcast that I couldn't remember the name of, the super tall, athletic Abram Edwards from Winfield Mount Union. Now, oh. he's more of a basketball kid. His dad's Clay Edwards, if you guys remember. Uh, from the mid-90s that was uh, paired up with Jeff Settles there in Winfield Mount Union and had quite the uh, run there for a couple years in basketball. Uh, Jeff went on, of course, to play for Iowa, and Clay played for Iowa State and was a starter there and and did very well for himself. And now he's got two sons playing for Winfield Mount Union. Abram's the older one, and he was a favorite target of Cam Buffington's this year for Winfield uh, Mount Union's football team. And uh, I think he's got... A bright couple of years ahead of him in high school. I don't look for him to probably play football in college. I think he's going to play basketball because, boy, does he look good from the film I've seen so far this year. Well, that's terrific. And I remember you saying those guys' names over and over. Yeah, and, and he's one that I've, you know, uh, been watching for some, some months now as far as football went because, it, you know, he's a sophomore as well. Cam's a sophomore. So Winfield set up real well uh, for boys' sports for the next couple of years for sure. Yeah, there's no lack of entertainment there here in Southeast Iowa with the kind of talent that we're seeing. So uh, no, I'm not sure I've seen it as, as deep and rich as it is right now. It's going to be a fun couple of years here. So uh, what? any other other players? Yeah, I got a good list here, and I'm going to move back into just basically football, and I'm going to run through them quick. I'm not going to throw a bunch of stats out or anything that take all day. Um, right off the bat, I was talking to you earlier about the offensive lineman from Keokuk, uh, Trace Hockaday. Yeah, I heard he's all, all about – all the colleges are drooling over him. Yeah, he's up to seven offers, and I don't have the list of them here, but a couple of notables would be Iowa Wesleyan College, simply because it's our local uh, little school down in Mount Pleasant. I'm always interested to see who they're looking at and who's, who's signing on there because I've had a lot of good times over the years watching those guys play. That's my uh, alma mater. What's that? That's my alma mater. That's where right. I went to college I mean, at. You know, well, it doesn't get any more connected for you. <laughs> no, I love I Wesleyan sports. Yeah, I, I do too. I I can't tell you the amount of memories I've had watching uh, football, which the years I lived in Mount Pleasant, the, the program was pretty down. 
But the basketball team, when Alan Mignani was down there, was just superb. It was uh, some of the greatest college basketball I've ever seen. Well, my, I was there when Hal Mummy and Mike Leake was there. Uh, and they both, you know, especially Mike, he went on Coach of Patriots or something. I mean, but he has a big-time oh, yeah. big uh, career. But they were doing the West Coast offense. They were implementing it. Yep. When I was there, well, that was a, it was really fun. So, and I'm really happy. I heard they're pretty Southeast Iowa oriented for their recruiting this year. I'm seeing that a lot on Twitter. I'm seeing a lot of offers going out to local kids. And that was something that I kind of missed me a little bit back in the day was I thought, man, that, you know, they got a lot of players on the team and, and very few, if any, were from around here. And I thought if they just put together an all-star team of decent talented southeast iowa kids they'd have a competitive football team and the, the, the current coach just seems to be bringing back the air raid he seems to be hitting the uh, local recruiting trail pretty hard i don't know how many commits he'll get but i, I like what i'm seeing from him and I, i'm hoping we've got uh, a quality football program getting built down there finally so you get a good education there young man if you get an opportunity and the school wants to give you a little time playing football i, I really can you know i want you to consider it you know it's a yeah. it's a good school and uh, you learn a lot there. They got small class sizes that might help you out a little bit. Yeah, it's not that different from your local high schools. Uh, I think it'd be great for, especially for the, the kid that doesn't want to go far away from home. Plenty, plenty of kids do want to experience that, but those that don't, man, they've got a quality uh, educator right there. They can continue to play a sport if they want to and get scholarship money for it because NAIA is allowed to uh, provide some money for that. Well, if you can get that, you can take advantage of it. So who else we got that the colleges are looking at? Well, just real quick to finish up with, with Trace there from Keokuk. He's six foot five, two 275 pounds. And if you're like me, you're wondering why you hadn't heard more about him. Well, after digging into it further, he was hurt quite a bit of the season. It sounds like he only played in a couple of games for the Chiefs this year. But uh, I don't think that's going to hurt his stocking. So uh, looking for him to sign with somebody soon. Uh, moving on, there's a great lineman down there, Julius Harris, out of uh, Burlington High School, 6'1", 295 pounds. Um, he's the one that uh, Mount Pleasant's defensive coach, Tyler Kibbe, was just raving about him uh, to me up at the gym one day about how great this, this young man was for uh, paving, paving some big blocks for the, the running backs there in Burlington. Sounds like that Burlington yeah, team's going to have several kids uh, get some looks. Yeah, after seeing what they had on the field last year, which was a really down season for them, it just shocks me how, how great they were this year, how, how big of a turnaround they had when uh, they had everybody back healthy and everything. So, uh, moving on to Fort Madison, we've got a couple kids there. Of course, we all know about Landis Williams, the great quarterback. I don't have his stats in front of me or anything, but this kid's got an arm. He can run. He's a, he's a superb athlete. If he wants to play college football, no doubt that he'll play. Tate Johnson, his uh, favorite target there, wide receiver, also defensive back for Fort Madison. He's not a huge kid. He's 5'10". Um, he's a multi-sport uh, star. So I don't know that he'll play football, but it seems like, uh, judging by his Twitter page, that's kind of where he's leaning. Well, I want to talk about a couple quarterbacks from our smaller schools around here. Tate Parsons from Wapolo. Um, I saw that he was offered by Iowa Wesleyan the other day. I don't think he's an overly big kid, but he, he completed well over 60% of his passes. How many high school quarterbacks have you seen over the years around here uh, completed that high of a percentage? Because I haven't seen many. That's pretty good. Yeah, and to piggyback on that, Will Cavanaugh from uh, Mid-Prairie. Oh, yeah. No, we, we was 
we uh, heard a lot about him this year. And another great athlete, and uh, he's you know Coach Coach Kavanaugh's son. And uh, I don't have all his numbers in front of me either, but he's also well over sixty percent. So we had two, not one, but two of these uh, highly accurate quarterbacks that were just mind blowing with the numbers that they put up. And, and um, I, I have no doubt that I, whether or not they play quarterback, I don't know. Um, Will has actually committed to Iowa Central, so he's going to be playing there with an old old pal of mine, Grant Boyce, who I uh, used to get to chat with at the Wellman YMCA when I worked up there. That's uh, also a mid-prairie alum. He's playing there right now. So Will will be joining him playing for the Dutch. Well, we talked a little bit about the Iowa Wesley, and uh, Round Guy will get this to the uh, William Penn. He uh, he went to college at William Penn for a couple of years, too. Yeah, and uh, I know they've had some successful football teams, especially basketball as well. Uh, recently, another you know you could say the same thing about them as you do Iowa Westland. There'd be a great place to go continue playing sports while you get your education. And I, I hope some of these uh, kids, you know, if they pick up offers from them, will you know seriously consider it. They got a, a, a former Pekin kicker on the team. Okay. So, well, anyway, we'll keep it yeah. moving. All right, three Waco kids that I neglected to mention last time. Tim Willits, the offensive lineman that made 13 All-State. He's not overly big, but again, you know, plenty of small schools that he could play at and excel if he wants to continue his career. Uh, Drew Deers, who's only a junior that plays a little bit of everything for Waco, seems like. He plays tight end on offense. He does a great job blocking. He's uh, done some running back. You saw him at running back in that playoff game after Simeon Reichenbach yeah. had to go in for yeah, back. He's- He's a multi-talented Um, I have no doubt he'll play in college if he wants to. I've seen him lifting weights up at Brickhouse in Washington. This kid is strong, very strong. And then, and then the quarterback Isaac Oswald. I, I think basketball is his main sport, but he's a super athletic kid. He's not very big. I don't see why he couldn't play, you know, in college. I just think he's probably more of a basketball player. Well, if they I want to recruit him for that. That's good too. Yeah, why not? I mean, whatever it takes. Uh, Hayden Vandenberg down in West Burlington. Plays for West Burlington Notre Dame Falcons. He's only a junior, six foot, 190-pound linebacker. Uh, the Washington folks raved about him after they uh, went down there and played last game of the season, and they gave Demon Spitz, and it was largely because of this kid. He's uh, he's kind of a one-man wrecking machine, and I look for him to have a have a big senior season. Well, be good. That's uh, pretty much the list I've got. I got a couple of kids from Mid Prairie. Justice Jones, that was uh, three times first team All District up there, Mid Prairie, and and made All State this year. Um, he's just uh, you know he's an All Stater, so no doubt he can play in college. And then Jack Pennington, the running back that made uh, honorable mention All State. I think he's big into the basketball thing too. So I don't know if he'll play football, but another great athlete for the Golden Hawks. Uh, no doubt he something college if he wants to with with athletics isn't there a big kid in, isn't there a big kid in fairfield that, that's getting some attention yeah we were talking about him earlier i you almost i almost forgot max wheaton and and what i want to point out to you about him is he's only a junior and this kid's six foot six a little over 200 pounds he's a great basketball player so that tells you he's athletic um and the fact that he's only a junior he caught 40 passes for eight touchdowns this year that's big numbers down there at fairfield from the tight end spot so yeah, we'll see what he does as a senior, but the the body that he's got, the size that he's got, you know college coaches are drooling over that. 
So I look for him to, to play on if he wants to after he graduates. Well, sure, a lot of great talent around here. And, uh, you know, like you say, anybody that's out there recruiting and uh, don't have to be just in Iowa, but all the Iowa schools are – you're looking for kids, you know, and, and like you say, a lot of these kids are juniors or whatnot, you know, so they got another year. Uh, but uh, they sure be worth your time. And uh, we would have sure appreciate if you give one of these young men an opportunity to get an education and play some football. Absolutely. I, I, and this is selfish, but I wish all these kids that are, that are going to smaller schools would come down to Mount Pleasant and play at Wesleyan. Cause I'd love to keep watching them another four years. Uh, <laughs> Cause I plan to get down there and watch the ball games this year. Uh, this coming fall anyway. Yeah. It is uh, great. We should cover that too. But anyway, well, thanks yeah. guys for listening. Uh, this may or may not be our, I've reached out to some other uh, entities about uh, doing some recruitables and maybe guys we're, we're not looking at, but, uh, or we haven't mentioned, but uh, uh, you did a great job again, Scott. I really appreciate you. You got anything to say before we wrap it up? Um, Three kids that stood out for Washington's uh, demons real quick. Ethan Patterson, the quarterback, and then two receivers, Lucas Kroll, Case and Bailey. Both these kids were wide receivers, defensive backs. They're stupid athletic and they are killing it on the basketball court right now so the season uh didn't go as they planned i'm sure for football but but these guys are great athletes and uh, i know Kaysen's going to play college basketball up at uh, northwestern iowa university so he's already signed on uh get out and see those guys play basketball if you can't i know i'm going to because they are just killing it on the basketball court this year uh rumor has it you're going to put together some basketball high school basketball programming for us yeah, I'd like to. And in fact, uh, this Saturday, Winfield plays at Waco, and Cam Buffington and Abram Edwards are doing great things for Winfield. Um, Waco has got a real solid team. It's a rivalry. I'm going to try to get to that game, but we'd also plan going up to Coralville and seeing the uh, Kurt Warner movie this weekend. It comes out in theaters. No, oh, that's cool. cool. We'll go see that. Well, you need to cover well, that for me, too. Uh, well, I'm going to do one or both on Saturday. We haven't decided yet, but I'll let you know. Well, all right. Well, anywho, uh, <laughs> I appreciate you. But as uh, soon as we can get it together, let's just do at least a, a bi-monthly or whatever, every couple weeks or something, update everybody on what's going on in the high school football because I know there's a lot. Or basketball. I mean. I'd, be, I'd love, to, love to get into that too. All right. It's been – Scotty Melvin's recruitables on Round Guy the podcast as we try to get some Round Guy recruits in there. Thanks a lot, Scott. We'll see you as soon as we can for some basketball. Yes, sir. Thanks, Mr. Southeast Iowa. I love it every time.